This individuality stuff is a bunch of crap. There's a reason why. A master of innovation. The key to this growing is you. Any rational person would give up. I can't disagree with that. Make sure that we're not prisoners of our own experiences. You need a team of great people. We'll not tolerate a loser. What they need is a common vision. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dan Roberts, and welcome to the first ever Greencastle podcast. This week, we'll start off by giving a brief history of Greencastle. From there, we'll talk a little bit about military and why military experience makes such good business experience. And then finally, we'll move on to the ultimate why that we're doing this podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. So first things first, the history of Greencastle. Greencastle was started by three members of the special ops community uh, 20 years ago who saw the need for a go-to firm to get projects done. They saw the benefit of what the military refers to as violence of action, meaning they move quickly and decisively so projects are not drawn out. Um, And they also saw the uh, value of their experience as a tool to help them in the civilian world. Two of the founding members are no longer part of Greencastle. One sadly passed away after a battle with cancer. The other one has moved on to bigger and better things. But the third one is Selwyn Evans, and he's the senior partner now. He's retired uh, retired Army Ranger. So here's Selwyn talking about Greencastle from his standpoint. Greencastle got started after I had my first, or got my first civilian job. And I realized that what was missing in uh, how we executed our projects is that we didn't focus on something that I learned in the military was that not only do you have an objective, but there's also the intent. So I got uh, with uh, two, two of uh, folks that I served with and we kind of came up with this idea to leverage the experiences, the tools, the methodology that we gained in the Army and create a company. The company uh, Greencastle. The other partner now is Joe Crandall, who joined um, as a partner after serving 14 years in the Navy, uh, having served also as a Navy SEAL. So here's Joe and his start with Greencastle. I got involved with uh, Greencastle uh, probably uh, unofficially, you know, 10, 15 years ago when uh, I was running a project uh, for another company. Uh, down at Christiana Care, and uh, CIO down there uh, didn't think my company at the time was doing a, a good job of uh, managing the project, so he brought in uh, what he called his, his military guys, and uh, Greencastle and a, a few other uh, project managers came in and, and helped uh, provide structure and, and get our project done in a very effective way, and at that point in time, I didn't know who they were, and uh, so I researched them, and I uh, ended up... Uh, uh, contacting the partners and seeing if they had any positions. About two years ago, uh, I became a partner. So already off the bat, you can see the experience that we bring from the military side. Of all the current Greencastle employees, 100% of us are military veterans. Whether we have served or are still serving, we do have a few that are still serving in the Reserves or National Guard. We have a few enlisted folks. Uh, but most of us are officers. Uh, a few of us have served as enlisted before we became officers. So all of that introduction is intended to quantify the experience that Greencastle has on the military side. Uh, we'll be joined by either Joe or Selwyn, or maybe both in later episodes. 
Um, but again, want to quantify that military experience we have. But beyond that, we actually have brought to the business world a lot of experience as well. We've worked for Exelon Utilities, who's the largest electric holding company in the United States by revenue. We've also worked for Comcast. We've done a, a contract for Lockheed Martin. Um, we've done some in the healthcare industry. Um, so not only can you see that the benefit that we bring from the military side, we also bring extreme benefit from the business side as well. And just from the experience of having that business um, mindset in the civilian world, aside from military experience. So I want to I want to pivot here just to kind of get into why we're doing this podcast. Um, this podcast is not necessarily for me to tell you how great Greencastle is. It's not to tell you the great things that we've done. It's not to tell you all of the success stories that we've had, although we want to do that. But the main point of this podcast is to show civilian employers what benefit military actually brings um, to the civilian world. Um, And then also to show veterans what value they bring to the civilian world. I think there's a, I think there's a, a extreme miscommunication, um, an extreme lack, I should say, of communication of, of veterans transitioning out of the military and not understanding the value that they can bring to the, to, to the civilian employers. Um, they have this strategic thinking, this ability to plan, um, they have the ability because they're trained to see everything. They have a, the the ability to actually see things before they happen. They're very proactive people, generally speaking. Um, and I don't think civilian employers recognize that or understand that. And I don't think veterans understand how to translate that to a resume um, to, and to translate that into a um, an application or an interview. Um, so, so what we really, really want to do is just to bring these these uh, veteran uh, abilities and veteran skills and um, translate them and, and make sure veterans know how they can speak in civilian terms to say, hey, I provide value. Um, even if I don't have necessarily the the exact college degree that you're looking for, um, that may not matter. They may have more experience than than 90% of your workforce just because they've they've done things uh, that nobody that nobody in the civilian world has dreamed of doing. But we here at Greencastle want to make sure that civilian employers aren't just discounting the, the experience that military can bring to the table. Allow me to share some statistics with you that come straight from the Census Bureau and the Department of Labor. Now, we'll get into the weeds a little bit here, and I apologize for that, but if you'll stick with me, I think you'll understand where I'm going with this. In September of 2017, there were 248 million Americans that were 18 years of age or older. 7.4% of that population were veterans. Again, that's the age of 18 or older. Um, 8 million of those veterans are in the labor force between ages 18 and 64. 786,000 of those veterans are in the labor force between the age of 18 and 64 and are unemployed, meaning that 8.7% of that population is unemployed. That's 8.7% unemployment. In the United States, the current unemployment rate is only 4.2%. 
So the, the veteran unemployment rate between the age of 18 and 64 has doubled that employment rate. And I'm not even talking about the the portion of the population that is not in the labor force. Uh, that's strictly in the labor force. Um, between the age of 18 and 34, there are 1.2 million veterans. 179,000 of those are unemployed. And again, that's in the labor force, not, not out of the labor force. That's 12.4% unemployed. So you can see here that the, the, the numbers are just astronomical. Um, that's three times the amount that, the, that normal Americans are in their unemployment rate. Um, so this is one of the major reasons we want to do this. Uh, we, we hate to see veterans that are actually unemployed um, or unemployable. Um, they, they get out of the force and they have no idea where to go from there. I was reading this week about a Navy SEAL named Joe Musselman. Um, who has an incredible story, um, comes from obviously being, like I said, a Navy SEAL, uh, had a, a medical discharge, and during his rehab in the year before his formal discharge, it was a year-long rehab, uh, he had a fellow SEAL approach him uh, who was retiring and said something to the effect of, I've been in 26 years, what am I going to do? So Musselman actually came to this, this conclusion, and, and this is a quote by him, I couldn't be one of them anymore, but I could certainly help this one who was standing right in front of me, end quote. So he actually started a foundation called the Honor Foundation for recruiting um, and making sure that these special operations forces can actually get hired. Uh, and one of the quotes that he had in there it was just an absolutely amazing quote, just straight, straight from his mouth. These are people who are so deeply underground for 15, 20, in some cases, 30 years, and they're told not to say who they are, what they do, how they do it, where they do it, and why they do it. And then they come out and an employer asks them, what did you do? How'd you do it? Why did you do it? Who did you do it with? Why are we surprised that of our nation's top 1% of veterans, only 13% of them have jobs when they leave the service? End quote. Now that's the top 1% of essentially the 1% that are currently serving in the United States. So these are the top-notch guys, but you still can see the difficulty. If the best of the best are having a hard time finding a job, then the rest of those servicemen definitely would have, be having a hard time finding a job. Again, this is why we're doing this. We want to we want to help veterans understand the value that they bring to an employer and we want employers to know the value that veterans bring to the workforce. So Greencastle has these guiding principles and each one of our employees pretty much live by these guiding principles. We're taught them from the very beginning. Um, but many of the guiding principles, actually all of these guiding principles are very similar to what we would have seen in the military. Uh, so it's really nothing new. And anybody that's transitioning out of the military generally will live by these same guiding principles just because of their training, their military mindset, um, stuff like that. So, so over the course of the next seven episodes, we'll actually go through these guiding principles. And, the, and, and these guiding principles are service, adaptability, loyalty, leadership, teamwork, integrity, and enthusiasm. And if you take the first letter of each one of those, it just spells SALTI, S-A-L-L-T-I-E. Uh, so we'll, we'll go through each one of those. I'll actually have people with me on the podcast to interview. 
Um, we'll have, we'll try to get Greencastle folks on here that are, like I said, all military veterans, but we'll also try to get other military veterans and maybe some past clients that we've had to actually, um, to prove to you, to bring, to quantify the value that we have brought to past projects. Um, being able to get those done, being able to get those done on time, on budget, um, and with the right scope which for many of you project managers out there or people that have, have, have done projects in the past, you know that's actually few and far between where a project actually gets done on time, it actually gets done on budget, and there's no scope creep or scope changes. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, do us a favor here at Greencastle. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe and, and leave some comments for us. Um, ask any questions you want. Uh, I'll leave links in the show notes to the, to the articles I referenced today. The editor and producer of these shows is me, and the music is all original, made in GarageBand. Thanks again for joining us. Join us again in two weeks when we release our next episode. <laughs>